0: Welcome to Improvisations on Growth with Medu Ian siedler Business and Life Coach. Here we are again discussing a new chapter in the coronavirus crisis as part of Medu's COVID-19 crisis log. The high-impact measures have affected us all in various ways. Worldwide unemployment is high and economic uncertainty lingers. While businesses start to open in Austria, South Florida is still under lockdown. Are we even prepared to come out of isolation? How will life feel after weeks of lockdown? Maybe you are still looking for clear, logical explanations to what has been happening, yet as many times in life, questions are left unanswered. I invite you to listen and improvise with us during this podcast. How are you? You're close to your uh, freedom date.
1: (laughs) Hi, Adina. Good to see you again. We are in our last week of the strict lockdown. So on Saturday, so today's Thursday, on Saturday, May the 2nd, our hairdressers will open. And then mid-May, restaurants and coffee houses at least for a few hours of the day. And then at the end of May, they will open up um, hotels as well, and then on Saturday, it's not just the headdresses, but that's where my focus is, but also all the other uh, shops will be allowed to open.
0: How do you find yourself as far as morale, are you excited about this, and what do you see in in friends and close people that you can actually get in touch with? and are they also looking forward to
1: this? Well, that's actually a good question. I mean, we open our, we will open our practice on uh, Monday, so so the 4th of May also, and I told my clients, and and I hear that it's, like, it seems to be a process to go out again, so we have been in lockdown for seven or eight weeks now, and... It seems almost like we are not used to to go out you know everybody's cautious and um, not everybody but a lot of people are cautious and they're like oh so I can actually come to your practice and I'm like yeah and it's um, uh, it's of course with the distance and uh, if people want to we can also wear masks and everybody is sterilized uh, after each client, so it's really a safe environment. And and yet, um, I heard a few comments saying, well, I need to familiarize myself with this idea that I can actually visit you again. So, so this is one thing. And the other thing is there are then clients who already made an appointment like, Two weeks ago or three weeks ago when we first learned that we can actually open up the practice they were like okay i'm coming i'm coming i'm coming um, i just want to see you in person again and i feel it with myself so there is some sort of hesitation almost and then um, we have to wear masks as soon as we go into shops or use public transport and i tell you it's no fun it, they are hot they are hard to breathe and shopping with a mask is just no fun, really. So I, I, I'm not looking forward to go shopping. I'm looking forward to, to meeting the people. So I'm going to, to visit my hairdresser I didn't have an appointment, but I'm really looking forward to seeing her again. And at least in distance have a quick chat. So I'm glad that she's back again. So it's, it's weird, it's weird. And they are, like the prediction also go in both ways. They say like, well, people will be really crazy and like rush to, to the shops to do their shopping. And others are afraid that no one will go and buy anything because they're, they're so used to the lockdown now or so hesitant or even afraid of going out again.
0: That was my uh, following question. Do you think uh, do you feel fear? Are you really scared? Is it in the back of your head that little like
1: oh I I might catch something? I personally don't really have it. I mean, I I learned that if you if you're sort of careful and, and wash your hand and don't, don't don't touch your face and then during the lockdown we were really, really obeying the rules and didn't have any contact with anybody besides grocery shopping and that even once a week only. Eventually, I was more irritated by not being able to meet people. So that was really pained me. In comparison, the fear of getting affected with corona was then not as prevalent anymore. But I do realize, and especially among some of my clients, they are in touch with vulnerable people. It makes sense that they are really, really cautious and that they're really afraid of um, catching the virus because they would bring it back to their social environment, to the vulnerable people they're working with. So I think it really also depends what kind of environment you're in private environment and also business environment Um, how much risk you really perceive and how much risk you're willing to take and overall speaking the chance of getting affected is just really low in Austria because we have a really low infection rate
0: speaking of this uh, risk uh, it just made me think I know we were going through this situation, isn't there a a risk every day when we wake up and we go outside and we do something, isn't that how we ultimately live as human beings?
1: Yeah, life is risky and we can get hit by a bus every day, but the chance that we catch corona is still higher. So I think that this is where also the lockdown measures and everything comes from because there was a real risk. And then especially for people over 65, the risk is just really high. If you're over 65, then the risk of catching the coronavirus is like 20 or 25 percent. And then on the risk of dying of it or with it is like 40 percent. And so those numbers are scary. And I think th- this is why we all worldwide are going through this weird experience here, or as some call it, like the the, the social experiment. I mean, in Austria, we have now five hundred thousand unemployed people. I know the states they have even more, but we are just uh, we we just have uh, eight million people, so. This is a high the highest number even higher than after World War two And this is what uh, people over here start uh, comparing it with uh, with the economy after the World War ended so It's just really high impact what we all experience here
0: well, let me tell you um, I, I understand this and um what i've seen here happening and it's really interesting for me it's a very opposed news as far as what you're talking about the high risk and i'm talking in general not the older population but there are doctors like real doctors who record themselves and they upload their videos on social media just saying you just need to be healthy you cannot live like this in fear. This isn't a reason to be, to be isolated. How did we get to the 21st century to have such uh, different opinions about something that is really
1: affecting us all? These are hard measures. I can't see why people question what governments are doing. I can see that. And it is something scary and we have not experienced it before. And so it makes sense to me that people try to make it not true and try to to fight it or say that this is all a lie I, I could make the hypothesis and say, okay, that's a, that's a way of, of denying that suddenly, and not by my choice at all, but that suddenly something happens that turns my life upside down. And I'm so utterly not in control. And we like to have logic thinking. So we like to say, okay, if A, then B. But suddenly now this logic just does not apply anymore. It's almost like in earlier days, when a flood came, then we angered the gods.
0: Really, our minds really want to find answers and the logical explanation for this. Exactly, and our brain is really filling in the blanks, and unfortunately, there's not enough to 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 build an accurate image. So we just throw in there whatever.
1: Yeah. To a certain degree, I think we are going back to, well, it's the gods, and and if if you don't slaughter sheep, then your crops won't grow. So we are constructing a relationship or conditions. So if, if there is B, then C will happen, and if C happens, then D will happen, and if I do A, then I can control or make sure that B and C happens. Everything is life doesn't work according to these rules and it's not logical. And and, and now something like this happens and our lives look so normal. You know, you still sit in your living room, you have enough to eat, enough to drink, your AC is working and it's the same here. I'm still in my practice, I can talk to you, yet there's something that we can't touch but it's still upending our life. So yeah, probably our minds crave for some sort of explanation and way out, and maybe even explanations that make this untrue. So
0: it's like the the cause effect thing and we don't have the cause figured out.
1: And and the cause and effect thing really is something that we have constructed. So this is science. And, and science is based on, okay, we can prove there is a cause and we can relate a certain effect to it. It is nothing that's naturally there. I mean, nature doesn't work with cause and effects. It's something that we construct out of it through our science research, and and we put things into a cause and effect relationship. And so now there's something that's new and science hasn't yet the answers. So a lot of people construct any cause and effect of it. Thank you for listening to a new episode
0: of Improvisations on Growth COVID-19 Crisis Law. Are you now excited at the thought of coming out of isolation? Or do you still notice a little bit of fear at the risk of being out there in the open? Do you notice yourself desperately trying to find clear-cut answers to what you are experiencing? We hope that our podcast brought some clarity on why we are set up to feel, question, and react to certain situations, and I invite you to share these discoveries with Medu directly by emailing her at medu.inseedler.at or leave your feedback on her social media on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. Enjoy improvising and don't miss our next episode.